This is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. And whatever else interests us. Be sure to like AM Reviews on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel at AM Reviews. And follow us on Instagram at Moe's underscore TV16. And at just underscore Adrian underscore underscore. Which will be linked in our podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to AM Reviews, everybody. It's Muhammad and Adrian. We're here to review the movie Bloodshot. Um, this movie stars Vin Diesel. Um, who else is in there? Uh, we got we got some like casual B-list people. Um, <laughs> so well, I, guess... I think Guy Pierce is a pretty well-known guy. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Everybody else, I'm not sure, but Lamorne Isa... Morris. I think that's how you say it. Lamorne. I don't know how you say it, pronounce his name. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely him. He's more of a comedian type. Right. But um, some people might get annoyed by his character, but I found him kind of funny. But um, let's go ahead and get into this story. So Bloodshot follows this man who is a military guy, and he's on this mission, and he, I guess he's looking for some people. Um, <laughs> but sure. Yeah, and and then. The mission ends up going badly. Um, he gets beat up after he kills a whole bunch of people. They kidnap him and then try to interrogate him. And um, they hold his wife hostage. And then, I mean, this is probably in the trailer. I'm not sure. But, you know, he dies. Um, they kill his wife. They kill him. But then he wakes up in, in this lab. And these guys, that guy Pierce, he tells him that, the military donated your body because you died and we've enhanced your body. And Isa Gonzalez, she's also there with him and they're explaining everything that's gone on since he's been out. But at this point, Vin Diesel, he's just looking for revenge. So he goes after the person that kills him and uh, we go on from there. But that's getting too far into spoilers. But what did you get from Bloodshot? Um, I, um, I was glad there was a twist because I thought it was being very predictable and that was on purpose. So overall I was, you know, it was a good, it was a good film. It was, it's one of, it's a a valiant comics film. So, Mm -hmm. um, not DC or Marvel. So it's definitely a different style. Doesn't quite, it only feels like comic book film, maybe for six or seven minutes total. Um, which I like, you know, it didn't feel like they were trying to copy anything for the most part. Um, but you know, it has a couple of different themes in it. You know, it has the, the revenge theme, ex-military. Now he's going on his own, but with a twist, he's bionic man, pretty much a thousand dollar man being put back together to being brought back to life. Um, and as the story goes on, it brings about more questions um, but I'm glad they didn't answer. Um, so I think they, it, it made it made to me it made the film a little better that they didn't clarify a lot of things. Um, so like you said, oh, you, you disagree with that? I I think it made it better. But I mean, because your whole synopsis in the beginning of what happened, we don't know if that's real or not. It's like Inception. Did that ever happen? We don't know. This movie is not that smart. But 
I can see what you're talking about, you know, them leaving some questions out there. Um, that, but that's mainly for the beginning part. But once you get further along in the movie, there's more and more questions that are left unanswered. I Yes, there are more questions. Um, but, but I, for the most part, I feel like if they tried to answer them, it wouldn't have been as good of a movie. Because some of it was like a lot that would be very hard to explain. And so for the listeners, essentially his body is brought back to life with these mechanical antibodies that heal um, his skin and organs as he is hurt. Um, but what he doesn't know is he's being controlled um, by the doctor, um, Guy Pierce's character. And all the, this mission that he's been on um, to get revenge is actually a mission they put in his head where they change the identity of the person in his mind so he can then go after them in real life and kill them. Um, and they're all former associates of the doctor who helped him build this technology. Um, and I all think spoiler alerts. Yes. All that, you know, the whole movie, there it is. But you know, it was basically him finding out all this information and then going back and, you know, trying to get on his own pretty much. Um, but I feel like had they tried to explain even the simplest of things, like how the antibodies work or, when did he actually die? Apparently it's been five years. We find that out when he finds his wife um, who has moved on. Um, but we don't really know anything about his life. We're as lost as he is. We don't know if he had a happy marriage. He thought he did, but apparently he didn't. We don't know you know, what his goals were. We don't even know the mission of which he died, <laughs> which is pretty. I didn't realize that until the movie was over. And I was like, wait a minute. We never actually saw how this man actually died. Because the first death we saw was a fake one. Um, yeah. So, this, yeah. This movie leaves a lot of things that are unanswered. And I don't, I mean, I, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed some of the action, mainly the part in the middle where, you know, it's got everything in a, a red background. That was shot very well. But uh, I think, oh, you didn't like that? Well, well, I, the, the seven minutes of, of action cliche movie that was in those minutes, um, <laughs> making everything dark and two tones so you can't tell what's going on or make no, out any action. You can tell the general gist, but there was a lot of like throwing people from the side of the screen, not in the center. Um, he's getting up, walking around after he's been blown away, not showing how. Reminds well, me a lot of Batman Arkham Knights, isn't that the video game from like a few years ago? Um, it felt a lot like a really long video game cutscene. Not that in a bad way, like a really like, you know, most recent Call of Duty level graphics, but it just felt very like this is a video game. Like he dies and you get to respawn at the beginning of the mission and you just go into your, you know, you know what I mean? It felt a lot like a video game. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess he's pretty unstoppable, even though they say, you're going to shut down or something, but really, he can't be stopped. The only thing that's stopping him is Guy Pierce from controlling him. That That's the, really the only thing. But I felt like that was a pretty good scene. Um, most of the other action scenes were pretty rubbery. I mean, this is a lower budget movie, so they did pretty well with the money that they were given. And, and I think it was like $45 million. So, I mean, that's pretty oh. good. But... Um, I mean, I enjoyed it for most of it, but th there's a lot of things that are just unanswered. I mean, you almost know nothing about this guy because 
I mean, it, it, it does play into the name. story. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You don't know anything. Um, <laughs> and I feel like, you know, if they tried to answer those things, the movie would be an extra hour long. And I feel like they'd have to explain it by doing what they did in, like, um, Avengers Endgame, where they have um, the Ancient One explain to Hulk, like, how messing with the time zones like that was a very sciencey bit of that movie that all tied it together but i feel like this movie would need that explanation detail for like an hour for any of this to make sense um so they obviously were like we have vin diesel he just needs to punch stuff and walk in front of explosions and that's what we'll do the story doesn't quite matter as much as the explosions well i mean it was just him just grunting and just looking around, looking around, just staring. <laughs> that's that's all he did. He's he like, I will find you and I will kill you. Like, <laughs> he was almost <laughs> like a Frankenstein. He was Frankenstein. I mean, it's all the movie tropes. I mean, he has no personality in the whole thing. He seems like the um, every angry drive off that he's ever done in the Fast and Furious franchise was his entire movie motivation for this film. And I guess. This is this is not a bloodshot film. This is not even a valiant comic films. This is a Vin Diesel film. That is all. That's not a good thing. That's that's what we got. It's not. <laughs> there was more acting in his Groot noises than there were in this film. That's that's terrible. It is. That is a terrible thing to say. <laughs> I mean, but it's true. I mean, he's just on one mission. Let me get revenge for that guy killing my wife even though his wife has moved on at this point and he finally figures out that she um has like two kids i mean and one of them (laughs) looks at least about four or five (laughs) and it's been five years (laughs) she got a whim quick whatever you know what they didn't show the husband but that was definitely her work husband when he was away fighting (laughs) and wouldn't come home (laughs) fighting in the military he was waiting for the wings that was disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, she got two kids. It's and you been know, five years. But you know what? She doesn't know he ever died, which is also interesting. So, I mean, it'd be weird if he died and she moved on. But to her mind, I think he just stopped talking to her because he didn't know he was dead. No one did. There's no records. And they don't even try to explain that. There's no like black, black briefcase or X code file. Not even a little folder on the desktop, you know. Uh, Batman style with some background information on the guy. There is well, nothing. Well, Double seven wish he had this kind of clearance. Like, well, we, we we actually only get the perspective of Guy Pierce and everybody in his facility. True. There could actually be another record out there. They just didn't show it to him. There um, could be. They didn't show us. No, no, not at all. We don't know where the split happened, but she did say that he chose the military over her, and. Right. I guess somehow he died, maybe. That might be true. I mean, he had to have died at some point. Yeah, but we don't know. But that's all up to our imaginations. Yeah, maybe they replayed his last mission. (laughs) That that same mission that he kept replaying over and over, and they just changed. That's what I would hope, but there was a little offhand comment with the... um, the you know guy Pierce character to his like lead IT guy um, saying that he was in charge of the story. I mean he has enough cliches in there. So I don't know how much of it was actually true, and how much of it was imagination. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's just too many questions at the end of this movie. But Vin Diesel, um, I mean, I don't really watch too many of his movies. I don't watch Fast and Furious. But I think he is, he's okay. He's <laughs> hes not terrible. I agree. But he's okay. Everything is happening to him rather than him pushing the story forward. And he's just on, he just has a one-track mind. Revenge. Let me uh, kill the guy who took my wife, even though your wife has moved on and has two children in the house. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, did you feel sad for him at that moment? Um, I felt, when she said it had been five years, I was taken aback. I was like, wow, that really sucks. So much of his life is gone. How long has he been on these kill missions for this team? How long have they been doing this routine for him to go and execute people? Yeah, years. At least five um, years. Yeah. So I, I felt as sad as I did as for Wolverine not remembering anything, so not much. But um, that was a nice detail they added. I like that detail that it had been five years. Um, but again, every little like every scene felt like a video game mission. Like this is the checkpoint. Like you know, push this button, find this thing, kill this person, restart. You died. He's getting shot. Like they they on the screen they watch him be shot. And then, like, his antibodies are, like, heating up and, like, you know, 25% on the chest, 37% here. It felt like, you know, when you're getting shot in Call of Duty and the screen's going red um, and you have to hurry up before you have to respawn. It just felt like a really big video game. But he, even though they said all that stuff, we never actually saw him struggle. Like, he, right. he, he never actually died. It. Right, he never actually died. He never, I mean, he could, he didn't, he never even like, he got shot in the head, and just, you know, there's a couple times where he was like being Superman, um, especially in that whole last elevator fight thing, which looked like a, yeah, that looked like a video game, like in action. That wasn't the cutscene, but (laughs) (laughs) actual gameplay. That looked like Spider-Man Two when he's fighting Doctor Ock on the PlayStation, (laughs) Um, but Matrix. (laughs) but i you know i it was nice to watch a lot of action but nothing special unfortunately no it's nothing special it kind of really gives you just more superhero stuff i mean it's not awful i mean you can definitely enjoy this if you're not really thinking about it. I but, agree. I mean, there's also some other details in there. Like, um, Guy Pierce as a villain isn't really that compelling. He kind of just wants to kill all of his associates. I guess they did him wrong. We don't really well, know. It's Well, there was like a, a off brief comment where he's like, he wanted all the credit, I think. <laughs> That's why he kills everybody? And, and so he kills everyone who works on the team with him. Okay, well, um, I was actually hoping that the guy who was in the simulation was the actual villain. I mean, he he seemed like he was going to be kind of funny. I didn't like it. I'm glad. (laughs) Him dancing around to kill him with the music. I was like, what is this? Is this a parody film? I didn't mind that. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Not at all. Not one bit. The song was bad. The dancing was bad. It, I mean, at least that's what, um, that's what made it funny. Star-Lord, at least Starlord had like a classic song. It wasn't fun. I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was very forced and like I, 
I, I did not like the film for that first two minutes or so. Oh, this is gonna be trash. This is gonna be trash. <laughs> I don't like it. We got get like Richie Rich as a villain. I don't. He's in this puffer jacket. What is he like Justin Bieber? I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm glad that was fake and manufactured. He's not the real villain. Uh, it's like reverse the, Mandarin. I was like, good. But the, vi- the the real villain isn't really that compelling either. At least he's not a walking pop star with a gun. Like I I don't know. I just I'm glad that he wasn't the villain. Uh, it would have been funnier. Um, we do have some good back and forth with. Let me see. Let me get his name. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his name, but Siddharth <laughs> Hanaje, <laughs> the Indian guy. Him and what Guy Pearce. Your name? Dynamic. Eric. You yeah, yeah, Eric. <laughs> but the funniest part, I think. Yeah, he has some funny banter back and forth with the actual villain. And my favorite comment was um, when the villain goes up and says something about sports. And he says, cricket? And he looks he's like, I'm from New Jersey. Because like, <laughs> he was Indian. He thought he played cricket and he's from India. I was like, I'm from Jersey, but whatever floats your boat. Um, I thought that was a pretty funny line that I wasn't expecting at that point in the film. Um, he gets He's kind of corny with his humor. Um, like there's a whole six inches thing. Um, it's not big. <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> and they sit there for a second with the camera. I'm like, move on. <laughs> yeah, it, this it is was awkward enough. Like a Tyler Perry thing. Right. <laughs> You're just missing the dun 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 for the commercial break. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that comment, and like the he asked if he could have a body enhancement of some kind because everyone else does, and he said, "What part of your body needs enhancing?" And he just says, "Never mind." So it's like, oh, this is weird. I didn't need this Beeline story, um, but he was he was a pretty funny character. Yeah, but I mean, he also has to account for being a part of this villain team, too, because he's knowingly killing these people. He is. He's the one doing the programming um, for this in, inserted dream, um, making Vin Diesel want to kill people. Yes. And we have two other enhanced guys. Um, one has enhanced legs. I'm not sure. I'm, I mean, they probably did say something about their backstory, but I guess he lost his legs. And then this yeah, other guy who's like a Spider-Man. Yeah, so he has like mechanical legs. Um, I, I mean, I guess they just help him run fast without getting tired. They're pretty strong. Um, but they also had tactical skills that helped them. Yes, they're off trained military people. Yeah. So he's a good fighter. Same thing with um, KT. As mm-hmm. Isaac Gonzalez, she actually ends up changing sides to help Vin Diesel because she just feels so bad. But she has some type of enhancement. Uh, I mean, it's like I'm a not sure how it helped her. It's from my understanding it was a respirator, you know, that that breathed for her um, because she had lost her lungs for some reason, some bad accident, um, and it can filter through toxins so she can breathe. If there is like a poisonous gas in there. Yeah, and Guy Pierce can control that, but he right. ends up not controlling that at the end of the movie. Whenever she turns, they were. She, I think the 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 Lamore's care Wilfred Wiggins hacked it. They didn't explain that, but I just had to assume. Yeah, but also we're at a point where um, Lamorne Morris, the the guy who is who's got the um, British accent. 
right? I mean, he did a br- pretty good job with that accent. I kind of had did? to think. I was like, I wait was a minute. Confused. I, it's like I haven't seen him in interviews, but is he actually British or something? But yeah, like he did another one. Like we have no only only black American is just um, what's Michael B. Jordan. Everybody else is British. Well, like, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, but at this point, he's the only guy who they're trying to kill. But she goes on the mission to capture him, and she they they're communicating with her at um, headquarters. But all of a sudden. She goes rogue, kills everybody else. I guess they were with her. I'm not sure. There was like four other or five other dudes around her. But she picks him up and brings him to safety. But did they lose communication between there? They they didn't see You this. know, another detail they had to leave out for it to make sense. Like, come on now. That I mean that's a another part of the movie just missing right there. Yeah. Because they have this whole tracking technology, they can talk to each other through her brain or something, you know, because they're all computerized. Yeah, it, a lot of things don't make sense here. I mean, the doctor, you know, guy, guy's character, um, he has mechanical hand or arm. Um, it's also, I guess, a universal remote. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can turn off her breathing at any moment just because. Um, and <laughs> I guess that's just use it conveniently. Yeah. For the movie's sake, uh, not whenever she's actually going against his orders. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things they had just glossed over for this to uh, finish. I won't even say it makes sense in the end. I'll say just for it to finish. Yeah, they, they kind of try to end it off where, like, oh, this ending seems too happy because we got the sunset. Like, is anything bad going to happen? But... They didn't do it as good of a job as they thought they did, but it's not absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> there was a little little pat on the back there with the comments Lamore was making um, about, uh, you know, off in the sunset, really? Nowhere to go? It's almost like this is a sim, then it cuts to the credits, he's saying simulation. And it, I guess they're trying to be like Inception. Like, did they actually make it out or were they being controlled? Were the things that were left out, was that because of the bad direction or was that because of the great direction? Um, because they're actually all in a simulation. It's all a master plan. Um, I don't know if they deserve that, um, but that's what they that's what they did. That's what they thought they did, but they did not. <laughs> but um, I mean, it has some enjoyable parts. We actually don't get any closure to the whole thing that's driving Vin Diesel is his wife. You killed my wife. And then. We don't find out any information on why they separated. He just moves on. He doesn't even try to reconcile with her. <laughs> Does he have to? Get, I mean, guess they got a divorce already. He just didn't know about it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's his whole motivation in the whole movie. It was, and then he had like a Wolverine <laughs> moment where I just need to find myself, I guess. But he's not concerned about the past. I don't know. It's yeah, they leave a lot out there. <laughs> and he just moves on, oh, kind of moves on with uh, KT, uh, the the one who turns on Guy Pierce. We can just, you know, only I assume that's like his next interest, but you know they don't really hint at that at all. I mean, she is, she feels bad for him, but I don't know if she has feelings for him. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the comics. Maybe that's their team. That's how they're set up, but they didn't get there in the best way. <laughs> there's too right. many questions. 
And this is what I'm talking about. You said that it was good, them leaving all these questions out there. Well, this doesn't make the well, movie good, in my it's, point. It's not that it makes the movie good, necessarily. I'm saying if they tried to explain it, it would have been a worse movie. Overall. Because it wouldn't have made sense. Oh, it still doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, but now they can just say, maybe it's a simulation. Uh, I don't know. I think Valiant Comics is like a universe of characters where they can build right. a whole movie cinematic universe. And I'm not sure if Sony wants to do that. I'm not sure how much money this movie made. Um, it did come out near the time that everything was shutting down. So right. I think the average person would like this. Oh, yeah. If you like Vin Diesel, if you like action, explosions, you like this because you can go to the bathroom, come back, miss five minutes and doesn't matter. No. I mean, this is you can pretty much easily follow this. I mean, but it's still going to leave questions out there. And I did get the vibe of Captain Marvel and Edge of Tomorrow. Those two movies. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? I... Oh, Edge of, is that the one with Tom Cruise? Yeah. I actually really like Edge of the Tomorrow, where he's waking up every day after he dies, mm-hmm. you know, to beat the aliens, and that's how they work. I actually, I watched the movie a couple times. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and it's similar to that, but it is nowhere near as good as that. But, you no. know, how he keeps restarting the same mission over and over. Does it um, differently to see that he can win the results, memorizes every step along the way. Mm-hmm. Except Vin Diesel does none of that. He just tries to go kill whoever killed his wife. But um, and with Captain Marvel, you know, self discovery, kind of. <laughs> I Captain Marvel, at least she cared about the self discovery part. Vin Diesel, he's not discovering anything. He doesn't care to. <laughs> I could see the whole dying in combat or next to death in combat coming back stronger piece. Um, but it also felt like he was Superman. In uh, Batman v Superman, when he was resurrected, emotionless, all powerful. Um, you mean Justice League? I mean, yeah, Justice League. That's what I meant. Justice okay. League. Wasn't that great? <laughs> no, I don't think anybody can stop him in this universe that they've. Well, I wouldn't say it's a universe yet. An EMP this... that can stop him. <laughs> He's electric. Well, okay, yeah. I, I, I guess that could stop them. But all these bullets that they're trying to shoot at them, it, it doesn't work. And they clearly don't try to use anything else. The, the guys who already know his his body inside right. and out. You'd think they'd come up with something. More EMPs. Or taser. That must do something. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, hopefully there's some better direction next time i think that sony wants to do something with this so they can make a universe but this this is definitely a one-off movie oh, they yeah. didn't try to connect it to anything else which is good no. they've learned their lesson from amazing spider-man i hope <laughs> uh speaking on that what spider-man movie is the worst to you um the amazing spider-man the first one the first one? Okay. I haven't seen that in a while, but I didn't mind it. I didn't like it. <laughs> that was the one with the lizard. Yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe I have to go back and watch it. And Electro was the second one, or he's in the same one? No, he's in the second one. The second one. Yeah, both equal, yeah, equally trash. 
Easily. Um, you didn't like Jamie Foxx, you know, as Electro? Jamie Foxx. That's, it wasn't his film. <laughs> wasn't his film. If you actually go back and watch that movie, there is not, I mean, there's barely any action in that movie. It's mostly setting up things. I don't think it's as bad as what people say is like the worst superhero movie it's ever. But pretty no. pretty bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's not like the worst ever. What's worse than that? Um, I would say Fantastic Four. Um, <laughs> Justice I League. I, I definitely like, I mean, Justice League is the worst. I just hate that movie. But, I mean, Amazing Spider-Man. That movie, that was terrible. I mean, it felt, I don't know. I didn't. I think at least I can enjoy some parts by laughing at it. Justice League, the one thing saving it for me, and I think a lot of other people, is the fact that you grew up with these characters, you know them, and it's just nice seeing them in real life. Even if it's totally wrong representations, it's just nice to know they're on the big screen. <laughs> but if the build-up is just so bad and you just... It is. I, I kind of distance myself from with, it. The problem with the Amazing Spider-Man series is we've seen it done better before and after and during, I'd argue. Um, so it just terrible. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to disagree. It is the, the worst series. Yeah. But um, Justice League is just even worse to me. Um, <laughs> I, I hate I hate it. And the extended cut is not going to fix a single thing. Snyder Whatever cut. they're going to do with that. Yeah. I, never I don't know why people are excited about that. Now, okay, we can see, you know, Doomsday and all of them. Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's not going to make the movie any much better. Not, well, not too much do, better. 50 years from now, they're going to release the Snyder Cut. It's going to be two more minutes and just in whatever the latest form of resolution is by then. Probably 8K. And then <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the Snyder Cut. Well, it's supposed to be next year. but Next year? Yeah, you didn't Why you didn't know that? that. I didn't know that. They're doing that because there's so many DC fans out there like, oh, release the Snyder Cut, even though they or oh, a lot of them hated Batman versus Superman. That's um, the only thing keeping them relevant on Twitter is the fact that they have this <laughs> elusive Snyder Cut. They should just leave it a mystery. No, they're finally gonna give those fans what they want. I hope I, I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's terrible. Terrible idea. Oh, yeah, it, it definitely is terrible. I mean, move on from this. Let's go ahead and rate Bloodshot. So, the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So, how would you rate the film Bloodshot? This is low background noise. <laughs> low background noise. Turn it down because it gets loud randomly. Um, so, it <laughs> you can do something else while watching this film. Oh, yeah. And you won't miss a thing no. because the movie doesn't know what it wants. Um, but I'm going to have to agree. Low background noise. I think at first glance, it looks pretty good. Um, but as it goes further along, you get more questions and it doesn't resolve itself in the end. Vin Diesel is only acting in one way. Uh, that's furious and on a revenge tour. I mean, Barely shows in, in any emotion. I will find you and I will kill you. That's that's 
that's his most iconic line in the movie. Um, but yeah. yeah, do better Vin Diesel. This is this is what he does now. <laughs> well, I don't know about now. I, I think this has been him for a while. True, true. It's Vin Diesel. I mean, this is pretty much. I mean, he's playing the same character in Fast and Furious Seven when in the parking deck, just stomping and slamming stuff, and that they have Superman powers. That's what this feels like the entire time. Yeah, I don't want to call him terrible, but man, <laughs> I mean, he has a niche. I mean, this is his thing: action films that don't make sense on paper. That is all you need to make it a Vin Diesel film. Yeah, and I would argue the same thing with The Rock, but oh, I mean, interchangeable. Had... <laughs> this could have been I... The Rock in this film. It could have been, but I think he would have been a little bit better. He has a little bit more charisma to him, I think. He does. He has more stage presence, some more acting. Um, but could have been that uh, British guy in the Fast and Furious movies. Could have been him. Um, oh, uh, Statham? Yeah, yeah, Statham. Could have been him. Wouldn't have noticed anything different. It could've still would have been just as bad. Still would have been just as bad. Any of them. But anything else about Bloodshot? No, I would say if you're bored, give it a watch. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. I mean, it's nowhere near the worst in the world. But, I mean, if you're looking for something compelling, this is not it. But um, definitely give it a watch. Uh, but that wraps it up for us at AM Reviews. Thank you for listening. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast and other platforms, including YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, which will be linked in our description. Thanks for listening.